the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along. Friday edition of The Ride Home. The sun is uh, slowly setting. And uh, what today, hey, Kathy. Uh, is, is, that, is, that a, is that a general statement? It's on general. It's where we are right okay. now. I mean, th- uh, the 21st, right, is the uh, shortest day of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and today's the 17th, so we're and super close. We are very close. And then we head back upwards, too. Uh, I was Everything up- is optimism from the 22nd on. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. It is. It's just I see, like, this whole vista opening up in front of us at that point. Fabulous. I'll take that. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Oh, and it's a Friday show. Uh, sorry, what time is it? Uh, oh, it's time for me to tell you, John. Tell me what. Your weekend has begun. Ah, uh, yes. Five minutes past the 4 o'clock hour. Woo! On a Friday afternoon, and, and it's a Friday afternoon before the longest protracted holiday of the year. So next week, a lot of people are just going to take off, and they'll be gone and until And some January. people who are working aren't really trying. Well, I'm not going to throw people under the bus. No, you know it's true. No. What, are you just going to hang out for eight hours? I'm not saying we are. We're going to have terrific... I have a couple real, a couple things I'm really looking forward to next week. Excellent. In uh, the pre-Christmas programs. Big content. Are you making cookies? Are you going to bring some in? Uh, That's a fair question. You guys. What? I mean, it just seems like a lot of pressure that you've put on me. No, it's not. Okay. I mean, you can bring donuts for what I care. I'm high visibility Cre- today. Did Cre- you see? Yeah, you look like a, uh, a crayon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Or like... Um, a highlighter. It's more like a highlighter than a crayon, guess, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, they write them streaming live on YouTube at the word Pittsburgh. If you'd like to Checking see my silly in, yeah. shirt, do my hair. Are you are you working on your hair? Yeah, <laughs> it's very little. Okay. It's fine, isn't it? Okay, let's yeah. go there. Good I got, news. It's a ponytail edition today. Mm-hmm. It was also Friday, and I thought, yeah, I think I'll do that. Did you consider the same thing? No, I did not. <laughs> no. I mean, it's you know, it's one of those things. You have, like you have no control over your hair for the most part. It either is it there what do you or mean you have no control over I mean, your hair you for the most do? part. What are you going to? There it is. You know, some days it just. I don't know. That's a man thing. What? Yeah, you yeah. don't. How well, women spend hours trying to corral doing things to their hair. Look and at my men head. Are like, yeah. Whatever. Look at my head. You know what? I mean, my husband shaves his head every other day. Yeah, so, I see that. you know, it's not like you're on your own there. I mean, I thought about it. Shaving your head? Yeah, that's not a good enough for me. No, I, I mean, so. and now, meanwhile, I'm just doing like the comb back, which is even worse. But what are you going to do? So that's what I'm saying. I have no. Okay, you're, you're, you're talking to Christy and I. It's not like we're hair I'm care just, professionals. Hair? I don't need a hair. Remember care when my uh, my hair care professional joined us on the air during COVID? Oh yeah, Christy, listen to this. My well, of course, no one could get their hair cut if you remember at the beginning of COVID forever. And my hair. Oh, it was wild. Was out of control it was just it was completely out of control so we oh. had my uh, my hairdresser on the air to discuss like she gave us tips on zoom like what what i could possibly do with what was currently going did on did you cut your hair well i had to because it was just uh, it was so ridiculous but it but 
I so I, I like did just a little bit, and then I was like, it, I can't. Mm-hmm. And then I just backed out, and I just decided I was going to live with it. Right. I've got a friend, a guy friend, who has not cut his hair. The entire it, it's like the super mullet. It's a little bit much. That's that's not a good. It's look. a bit much. That's anyway. really not a. Good Did you cut your hair, Christy, over the pandemic? That's a- not not myself. No, oh, I'm not someone, that brave. Someone came in and cut it for you. you had I, connections. I mean, not not connections, but like once we got a little further into the pandemic, like Kath. Well, you know what I. Well, it, it's always a, a dead giveaway when I when my hair starts to look like Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. That's when I know I need it to be cut. It's always <laughs> dead giveaway. See, I don't really notice a whole lot, to be honest. You, you don't notice how what my hair looks like when it needs to be cut? No, it's just long. Right. And I just see it as long. And I see Fine. mine is kind of short. And that's it. That's all it is. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's a hair update for the ride home. <laughs> Pittsburgh's Christian talk. Right. We do have some other things. Right, we do. Uh, Kev, please. It's been a busy news day. Give us the top four at four. Yes, indeed. Reading from my iPad today. Usually I have like the hard copy. But, but I didn't get it into Christy in time. Mm, so. You'll be fine. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> like he says you'll be fine. Kind of like, you know, pie is easy. I'm going to sit here and listen. It's your news, not mine. <laughs> and I'm the one who's going to be bringing the cookies to. Thank you. For Friday, December 17th, 2021, number one. In a surprising about face, John, the mayor of San Francisco has declared a state of emergency in one of the most crime-ridden and drug-infested parts of the city. The Tenderloin neighborhood, just steps from City Hall, has been ground zero for drug dealing, overdose deaths, and homelessness for years. And what the New York Times is calling a highly unusual move by a liberal mayor in one of the country's most liberal cities, Mayor London Breed says she will pursue, quote, an aggressive crackdown on the nasty streets. Of her city. Yeah, that's what she said. Thank goodness. Uh, We are in a crisis, quote, and we need to respond accordingly. Too many people are dying in the city. Too many people are sprawled on our streets. That's really good. Twice as many people died of drug overdoses in San Francisco last year than from COVID. No kidding. Twice as many. The announcement is part of a series of initiatives intended to disrupt street sales of stolen goods, which I think would be a good thing, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Are you ready for this next one? Mm -hmm. Expand police surveillance powers mm-hmm. and give people who use drugs in the open a choice between treatment or jail. Good. Number two, the nation's top public health official recommended today that people seeking the safest and most effective COVID vaccine and booster go with the Pfizer, BioNTech, or Moderna shots instead of J&J. Okay. Rochelle Walensky, director of the CDC, endorsed the policy several hours after the unanimous vote from the agency's vaccine advisory panel, which cited concerns over the increased risk of a potentially fatal blood clot issue associated with the J&J shots. Now, of course, this is a blow to Johnson & Johnson, whose single-dose vaccine requiring no special storage was held out as a one-and-done solution that promised to make it extremely popular. That's from the Washington Post. Number three. This is... Amazing story. Crews working to remove the pedestal where a statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee towered over Richmond for more than a century believe they found a time capsule that was buried there in 1887. This huge equestrian statue of Robert E. Lee, which was erected in 1890, was taken down in September, more than a year after Governor Ralph Northam ordered its removal after protests, of course, over racism and police brutality erupted across the country, including in Richmond. 
The day after the statue was removed, work crews spent about 12 hours searching for the time capsule in the 40-foot-tall pedestal but were unable to locate it. But today, Governor Northam announced the crews found the top of a square box embedded in a 2,000-pound granite block. It was six meters off the ground, and it was tucked inside or under the cornerstone of the pedestal. It looks like a time capsule, said his chief of staff. We're hoping it hasn't been damaged by water over the last hundred plus years. A newspaper article from 1887 suggests the capsule contains Civil War memorabilia and a picture of Lincoln lying in his coffin. What? Although historians believe it's doubtful the picture is an actual photograph, which would be extremely rare and valuable. Isn't that fabulous? That's from ABC News. Super cool. And number four. Washington County-based developer is moving ahead here in Pittsburgh with plans for a proposed $475 million project that'll bring, get ready for it, a massive Ferris wheel, a splash park, a marina, an ice skating rink, and housing to Pittsburgh's Chateau neighborhood. Chateau? Chateau. Chateau. Um, It's along the Allegheny River. And it's an area of the north side that's kind of somewhere close to Manchester. It's by the Rivers Casino, isn't it? I think it's on the other side of the West End Bridge. Okay. From the Rivers Casino, I think you've got if you're if you're going from the West End over to the north side, you've got the casino on your right. I think this is the area on the left. So it's just made up though, Chateau. No, that's what it's called. It's called Chateau. I never even heard of it. I'll give you some details, but that is your top four. At four. Very nice. You've never heard of Chateau? I never have. You... Okay. Listen, <clears throat> let me give you some details. Chateau. City's URA approved selling a 5.5-acre property to Millcraft Investments for only $1.5 million. It's mm-hmm. not much. Um, the project uh, has been in the works for several years, and it will also transform from a beach in the summer to an ice skating rink in the winter. But the lagoon that they talked about has yep. apparently been next. I'll believe all this when I see it. This Look, that was like just pie approved. in the sky. I'm telling this is from the trip mm-hmm. today. It says moving ahead with plans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, hey, God bless them. I hope it happens. You don't think it's going to happen? I, what about the Ferris wheel? You seem like you're a, like Debbie Downer about I'm, No, I'm not. Debbie. I'm just dubious of all government initiatives, especially ones that involve around entertainment, amusement parks, and frivolity. 101.5 WORD. I won! I won! Yes! And we want you to win, too. So sign up to receive our contests and sweepstakes update. Each Friday, you can see new opportunities to win. We regularly give out prizes from books, music, and merchandise to household items, even vacation trips or car payments. Stay up on all the fun. Subscribe to our contests and sweepstakes update, mailed each Friday. Sign up today at wordfm.com slash subscribe. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. I'm Pastor Bill Brainsma of the Pittsburgh Protestant Reformed Church in Forest Hills. Have you ever thought about the work of Jesus Christ in salvation? 
There is much he has done to deliver sinners from their sin and make them into the people of God's kingdom in this world. I would like to pursue that subject in the next several broadcasts, beginning with the work of Christ in our regeneration. Regeneration is the initial work of Christ in the heart of a person he saves. This biblical word simply means to be born again. Jesus speaks of this work to a man named Nicodemus in John 3, verse 3. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. There are several truths that become clear in these few words of Jesus. We hope to explore these in the next several broadcasts. In the meantime, be sure to check out our website at prcpittsburgh.org. Preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things that concern the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you interested in helping people with addiction? Do you want to help others through private practice counseling? Waynesburg University offers a 100% online Master of Arts in Counseling degree, as well as a Ph.D. in Counselor Education and Supervision. Visit waynesburg.edu. I missed a mortgage payment, but now I'm turning things around. With Sam, I can. Sam is Smart About Money, a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent, nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money at samican.org. Business has fallen off at work, but I'm getting prepared for whatever the future holds. With Sam, I can. Get empowered. Reach your financial goals. Visit samican.org. Andy Masick is back with us. Andy's the president and the CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center in association with the Smithsonian Institute. And uh, Andy, Merry Christmas. Welcome back. Merry Christmas to you, too. Andy, before we start talking about some things at the uh, museum, really fun things that are coming up, I just want to ask you about time capsules. There there was a story I read about, I don't know if you heard about this, they tore down the, the Robert E. Lee uh, Confederate statue in uh, Richmond, Virginia, and they found what they think is a time capsule from 1887 inside? Yeah, it uh, it was a common practice, both when... New buildings were being constructed. The cornerstones often had a time capsule in it, and sometimes with statues or memorials, um, uh, either a, a bronze box or tin box or concrete container of some time, some type would contain newspaper articles and photographs and uh, mementos from the time period. Uh, so people would be remembered uh, to future generations. Right. Now, the problem is, and of course we've all seen this, is that well-meaning people 100 years or so ago, even, you know, whatever, the time capsule is unearthed, and then it's generally a gelatinous blob because, of course, the boxes are not waterproof, yeah? Yeah, sometimes they are waterproof, though. Uh, the uh, the best are glass cylinders oh. uh, that are found inside the time capsule, that gets sealed with wax, and sometimes they solder together the seams of, say, bronze boxes. And in in those cases, uh, even fragile photographs can be preserved 100 or more years. It's when there's water infiltration that that causes the problem and turns things into gelatinous masses. Right. Now, now I don't want to put you on the spot here, but any idea? I mean, have have you seen or heard of any time capsules in and around western Pennsylvania? Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, we have some at the Heinz History Center, including one that was uh, open not too long ago from John Brashear's laboratory. Brashear was uh, one of the founders of the Allegheny Observatory, and uh, he was famous for grinding lenses for telescopes. 
Well, in uh, the cornerstone of his building, which collapsed uh, on its its own a few years back, uh, there was a, a bronze box uh, with lead-soldered seams, and inside are some of the rarest photographs of uh, Recreation Park and Exposition okay. Park on the on the north side. Uh, there were uh, mementos and cards and even some of the early lenses that he really? ground in his workshop. So sometimes time capsules can be uh, real treasures. And in other uh, cases, it's uh, business cards and newspapers uh, from the day of the placement of the time capsule. So it's, it's hit or miss, but sometimes there are real treasures in there. That's so cool. And is that the case, uh, Andy? Did you say in in a lot of statues? I'm, I mean, I know that sometimes that those are found in buildings. But so, if we tear down statues, are we going to find a time capsule in every one of them? I I bet there's a good chance uh, that there are time capsules in uh, many or even most of the monuments that were put up in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Mm-hmm. It really was a, a common. Uh, practice because a lot of people put a lot of work into uh, raising the money and uh, designing and installing those statues. So they kind of felt like this is an important occasion. It ought to be commemorated in in some way. And leaving a piece of themselves uh, in that monument uh, was one of the ways that they would do it. Fabulous. Andy Masick is with us, the president of the Center of John Hines History Center. Andy, last week we uh, had a guest on. And, of course, you know, we're Christian talk, and we were talking about uh, the Immaculate Conception. And I, uh, as I'm always often want to do, uh, screw up on air. And I said, of course, please tell us about the Immaculate Reception. And our guest was totally flummoxed, the poor thing. And she's from South Carolina. She didn't know a thing about it. Couldn't care less about sports. Right. She had no idea. And, uh, you know, I, I kind John, of... John, that is such a Pittsburgh thing. <laughs> it's like, you know, Pittsburghers always put an H on Bergs. You know, they, right. they uh, write a card from Gettysburg or something, right. and they'll put an H on Gettysburg. Well, the other thing we do is we always turn the Immaculate Conception into the Immaculate Reception sure. uh, <laughs> because we, we grew up with it, and it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, but true. it was Myron Cope, who, Myron Cope, uh, the sportscaster, who first used that term on the air in 1972 on oh. December 23rd. When Franco Harris made that amazing, that miraculous, some people say, catch that turned the Pittsburgh Steelers from the lovable losers after four decades of losing into one of the winningest sports franchises in history by making that shoestring catch and reversing the fortunes of the Mm -hmm. Steelers and getting them into the playoffs in 1972. Well, we could use another one of those now, no right? Kidding. 49 years after the fact. Now, the weird thing is, Andy, uh, a couple of years ago, Kath and I parked our car on the north side, and we were, you know, just randomly were at a parking spot, and there was, you know, X marks the spot. There's a plaque there that says, this is the spot where Franco caught the ball, which was the Immaculate uh, Reception. I remember the day we put up that marker. It took a lot of work and some uh, GPS uh calculating to figure out where the spot was in the parking lot between PNC Park and uh, Heinz Field. Uh, That was, in 1972, Three Rivers Stadium uh, and the exact spot where the immaculate reception was made. And here, to take that to another level, 
at the Heinz History Center in our Western Pennsylvania Sports Museum, we have the actual turf. Uh, it's a, about a 10-yard cool. uh, by 10-yard fragment of AstroTurf that was on the field that day. <laughs> and Franco, a couple of years after the Immaculate Reception, they were replacing the turf at Heinz Field. And Dirk DiNardo, uh, the groundskeeper at, at, uh, at uh, Three River Stadium, uh, was pulling up the uh, turf. Franco came running out on the field and said, wait a minute, guys. Wait, you got to save that piece right there. And he pointed to the uh, place where they should cut it out. Fabulous. They whacked it out and uh, rolled it up. And Franco himself took it to his car uh, and had to kind of fold it. You know how hard it is folding a carpet. But, uh, well, he folded it up and mashed it into the trunk of his car, had to uh, tie it with string because he couldn't close it. He took it home, shoved it under the porch of his house, and it stayed there for more than 30 years. Oh, my gosh. Until we, yeah, we built the Heinz History Center's Sports Museum. And then Franco told me, hey, you know, I have the actual oh. turf. And I said, what? Oh, that's so cool. and, and so we went out. To, there were wasp nests in the, the, uh, the turf now. And our curators had to, you know, batter their way in to, uh, to pull this turf out. But now it's on exhibit in the sports museum, along with the cleats that Franco wore that day on the field. Oh, that's what? fabulous. That is so great. So the immaculate reception and also the turf and the cleats are kind of like a holy relic. They, they really are in, in a strange sort of way. And the other thing that uh, Pittsburghers are drawn to is the lifelike figure of Franco that we created, actually making that shoestring catch. And we made two of them. One of them is placed out at the airport. Uh, and everybody who goes through that airport yeah. goes past the, uh, the Franco making uh, an immaculate reception, standing next to George Washington. Uh, by the way, they were both 21 years old when they made history in wow. Pittsburgh. They were both 63 inches tall, uh, too. And so we kind of liked the, the cool. pairing of those two. Wow. And, and the other figure we have at the sports museum at the Heinz History Center. But what people don't know is we had to actually put wet plaster on Franco's face to make those models. Hmm. And then you you pull the plaster off, and then you pour a positive. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, when we pulled the plaster off Franco, Franco said, is this going to hurt, Andy? And I said, don't worry, Franco, uh, through the straws that were shoved up his nose, you know, and I had to you know, shout into his And we pulled the mold off, and it pulled out many of his beard hairs with it. They got stuck in the plaster. Oh, my gosh. And said, Franco, and Franco said, Andy, I thought you said this wasn't going to hurt. And I said, oh, come on. Tough it out, Franco. And, <laughs> and then when we, when we poured the positive, those hairs got embedded in the positive version. So when you look at that figure, just know there's Franco DNA in the beard hairs oh at gosh, the airport <laughs> figure. That is really That's a funny. great, great story. We make, you think that Franco DNA could help the current team in uh, yeah, some way? Something really. Some kind of like an infusion? I, I think we need to do a little bit more work on cloning, but then, okay. you know, there's going to be a time. All right. <laughs> Fabulous. Andy, we've got a, just a, a minute or so left. But listen, uh, as Christmas is upon us next week, the uh, History Center, you're still going to be there, and people are welcome to visit during the Christmas holiday. 
hey, here's the great thing, John. Thanks to uh, Howard Hanna Real Estate, kids are free all the way through the month of December. So you can bring the kids down. It won't cost anything. And tomorrow, Santa Claus is going to be there at the History Center. Yep. He's the real guy. This is going to be his last appearance before Christmas. And then he's got to get back to the North Pole. He is a busy guy. But tomorrow, all day at the History Center in a very merry Pittsburgh, that's our Christmas exhibit, um, you can can meet Santa. Fabulous. Andy, it's always a great pleasure to have you. We've appreciated you you the whole year. Sure do. And you always surprise us and you, you bring astonishment to us. And it's all there at the Senator Johns Heinz History Center. So thanks as always. Well, I love talking to you guys and your listeners. Have the very merriest Christmas. You too, ever. Andy. You and your family. Fabulous. Tell them we said hi. There's Andy Masick, Senator Johns Heinz History Center. Hey, do yourself a favor. Get on down to the History Center. You'll have a blast. It's a lot of fun. Coming up next, this or that. Do you have a loved one entering a nursing home? There's a lot at stake. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Depending on your family's long-term care goals, there are important decisions that should be made before a facility is needed. Talk to a qualified legal professional today. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we can help your family navigate the complicated Medicaid rules so that you can properly save some or all of your life savings from a long-term care crisis. Before you apply, contact Abernathy and Hagerman at a-h.law. It's a fact that MyPillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels available for their product anymore. And because of that, they are passing their extra savings directly to you. You can get the lowest price in the history of MyPillow for their classic standard MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with a promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, only $24.98 with a promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98, now only $29.98 with a promo code. MyPillow is not just pillows. They also have over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. Promo code also works on mystore.com and frankspeech.com. Go to MyPillow.com, call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or by calling right now, 800 800- Three nine one zero nine five four for the best deal on my pillow. First Presbyterian Church is a beacon of light and love to this community. The message that I hear sustains me for the whole week. I love this church because of the diversity and the music and the people. The incredible beauty of the space. A warm, welcoming congregation. The people are amazing and truly love one another and Christ. And our pastor preaches the gospel. I want everybody in Pittsburgh to come and experience. First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, Sunday mornings at 1045 and Christmas Eve at 7 p.m. Happy holidays. Hurry into Mattress Firm's year-end sale. Get a king bed for a queen price or queen bed for a twin price and save up to $500 on select mattresses from Sealy, Serta, Sleepies, and more. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. Visit Salem.cc to apply. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. 
Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight, we'll see rain arriving in the late evening hours. Expect a low of 38. Periods of rain for tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 52. Tomorrow night, we'll see considerable clouds and a low of 31. Sunday will be colder with times of clouds and sunshine. We'll reach a high Sunday of 36. For Monday, mostly sunny skies. We'll see a high Monday of 42. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That. It's our weekly dive into ridiculousness. It's pretty self-explanatory. Kath has a list. I've got a list. We go back and forth. This thing or that thing. Kath, uh, give or receive. All right. I choose to receive. All right. Here we go. Mine is sort of the um, Christmassy, wintry, this or that. Oh, there's a theme today, Christy. Are you excited about it? Super excited. Very nice. Have mittens for hands. Have skis for feet. I'm good with mittens. I'll go mittens. All right. Watch It's a Wonderful Life for 24 hours. Watch the movie Elf for 24 hours. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Not celebrating your birthday. Not celebrating Christmas. Oh, I'll give up my birthday. Mm -hmm. Christmas tree tinsel Mm. for hair. (laughs) Fingernails that light up like Christmas lights. I can't stand that. I think I'll go. What was the first option? Christmas tree tinsel for hair. Well, how am I supposed to pick between this? This or that. Okay, I'll go with the fingernail thing right. that I said I didn't want. A bowl of cereal with eggnog instead of oh, milk. Oh, it's disgusting. Or eating a candy cane hoagie. <laughs> I'm picking the candy cane hoagie, John, which mm. is really terrible. Your job is wrapping presents at the mall. Yeah. Or your job is taking pictures of kids sitting in Santa's lap. I'll go with the kids in Santa's lap. That's like a disaster. All right. right. Have your house remodeled like a giant gingerbread house. <laughs> yeah. Or eat fruitcake for breakfast every day for a year. Um, I'm a little sensitive on the remodeling, reconstruction thing. I'm going to go with the fruitcake. All right. Wear a green elf suit to church. <laughs> okay. Dress in a Santa suit on the 4th of July. Church friends are understanding. I'll go with that. The elf? Yeah, I feel lots of green. It's my good color. Snowed in with your entire extended family during the Christmas holiday. Ooh. A beach vacation with just you, your husbands, and kids. Uh, yeah, I'll probably go with the husband and kids at the beach. All right. Sing Christmas carols solo on the Mount Washington Overlook. Play the kazoo Christmas carols up and down inside the incline. I'd like, I think that, well, I'd like you to, do I have to do it? Is this your this or that? Okay, I'll sing at the Overlook because no one's going to hear me. All right. A bonfire of s'mores. Hot chocolate or a Christmas movie? Hot chocolate Christmas movie. I don't like s'mores. Play in the Super Bowl. Perform in the Nutcracker. Me, personally? This or that? I guess I have to pick Nutcracker because I'm not going in the Super Bowl. A partridge in a pear tree. Two turtle doves. I'll go with the partridge. Nine ladies dancing. Ten lords leaping. I like the leaping. Be Mrs. Claus. Be the head elf at Santa's workshop. Uh, I like Mrs. Claus. She She's a comforting presence. Be a melting snowman. Be a munched on gingerbread man. Melting snowman, John. All right, that's my this or that. Let's run the gamut. All right, I 
I got another one for you. All right, it's, go. The, it's the Oh My Gosh Christmas Eve is a Week from Today edition oh, of this with it. Number one. Kissing under the mistletoe, John? Yeah. Or singing around the Yule log? I'll kiss under the mistletoe. Will you? Yeah. Number two. Presents piled under the Christmas tree? Yeah. Or a train and a little Christmas village under the Christmas tree? Presents. Really? Oh, you know, yeah. So selfish. Number three. Wait. The Christmas market at PPG Place? Or driving around to look at the lights at Hartwood Acres? Uh, driving around to look at the lights really? at Hartwood Acres, yeah. Number four. Fraser fir or white pine? Fraser fir. Because that's like the it's Cadillac. Mm. Number five. The holly and the ivy or I wonder as I wander out under the sky? Uh, the holly and the ivy. It's a great song. Number six. Running through the snowflakes, John, to realize it really is a wonderful life. Or singing snow, snow, snow with three good friends on an overnight train to Vermont. Running through the snowflakes to realize it is a wonderful life. It's hard to believe. Number seven. I'll Be Home for Christmas by Bing Crosby or Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire by Nat King Cole. Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. Number eight. Andy Masick as the always hardworking Santa Claus. Just with us. Or Joe Biden as Hermie the little elf who wanted to go to dental school in Rudolph. <laughs> Andy Masick. Andy Masick. was just our guest. Number nine. Yeah. Paying $100, John which is 30% more than ever before for a real Christmas tree, or finally giving in and buying an artificial tree, lighting an evergreen candle, and calling it even. i got to do family tradition. For $100? I don't care. I'm doing it. I'm going out. I'm going to go out. It's either that or cut my neighbor's tree down. Is it a white pine or a Fraser fir? Yeah, it's a Fraser fir, and it's very pretty, and it might fit my room. Perfect. Watch out at 3 a.m. Here's the last one. Number 10. Mm -hmm. Ben Roethlisberger as Elf, or Tom Wolf as the Grinch who stole Christmas. Oh, please, no! I'm ben, as Ben exits, I love to see him dressed up as Elf. I think he'd look terrific. I'd do a fine job, I'm sure, as well. Okay. All right, this that's our that. this or that. What's coming up next? Oh, oh yeah, this is. A, we're going to talk about Haitian ministry, and they've been released. That's straight ahead. 101.5 WORD. Okay, everybody in the car. Where are we going, Daddy? On an adventure. Yay! Adventures in Odyssey. It's not just a kid's show. It's a show the whole family can enjoy. Listen on this station. Adventures in Odyssey, tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more, or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one one most trusted tax resolution firm specialize in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800 965 1433 800-965-1433 800-965-1433 Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. 
There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now. 888-884-4836. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. That's SaveChildrenToday.org. At Christmas time, everything sparkles. But nothing sparkles more brightly than her eyes when you surprise her with a gift from Trinity Jewelers. You know, more engagements happen at Christmas time than any other time of the year. Maybe it's because things that speak of eternity go best together. This year, make your own little miracle with a little help from Trinity Jewelers. Trinity Jewelers, Mount Nebo Road, for when you really want to say, I love you. At TrinityJewelers.com. Back in October, missionaries working and living in Haiti were kidnapped. And uh, when the the news first broke, he thought, oh, my goodness gracious, and what's going to happen? Peter Smith, who joins us as the religion reporter for Associated Press, has been following this story very closely. There is good news, Peter, uh, in the end, all is well. Yes, welcome back. Good to see you again. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, well, I think all of us are better knowing that uh, the 17 missionaries have all been released in Haiti. But there's some, at least I'm experiencing some confusion, and or maybe it's just that there hasn't been a lot of news released on it, Peter. But how did it happen? How did the release occur? They have not said, and by okay. they, I mean Aid Ministries, which is the mission sending agency based in Berlin, Ohio, uh, U.S. government, which has been involved in in this case, and uh, has not said, the Haitian police have not said. Um, So we we continue to ask, but uh, we've not uh, gotten uh, an answer yet. But the good news is, right, back in October, things looked pretty dire. Uh, Peter, can you tell us just the specifics of who the kidnappers were or presumed to be and uh, what's happened in the interim? The, excuse me, the kidnappers were a, uh, gang in Haiti, which has had a real, uh, as we know, a, a real um, erosion of security, uh, particularly in recent months. But uh, th- th- there have been numerous other kidnappings for ransom. This particular group kidnapped them off on their way back from a visit to an orphanage. There were 17 of them, um, 12 adults and five children from various uh, states and Canada. Um, and, uh, the group demanded a huge ransom, a million dollars per person. It was never completely confirmed if they were putting a million dollar price on the children as well. Um, but either way, it was an astronomical amount. We don't know to this moment, no one has said publicly, was a ransom paid? Was there any, um, you know, any type of rescue effort? Um, so there, there is much that still has not been said, um, even as we speak. Um, and I'm, I'm a little distracted because I just had to file another story. Christian Aid Ministries issued a statement um, 
just within the hour or so. So I've been writing that up. And so I may be fielding uh, questions from editors or sure. uh, follow-up calls from, from Christian Aid Ministries. But um, there, you get only, um, I mean, there, there's a lot in there, but there's still, like, for example, in its statement, Christian Aid Ministries thanked the U.S. government for its help and for respecting its desire for a nonviolent response. Uh, Christian Ministries is an Anabaptist group, which is, among other things, uh, pacifist. So what that, you know, what that means in the specifics, we don't know. Right. Okay. Um, Peter Smith is with us from the Associated Press. Uh, Peter, we know you have limited time. So let me ask you this. Is there anything about the story that you find particularly remarkable? I mean, the number one thing, let me say again, is just how grateful we are that they've been released. But um, from what, from your investigation from the beginning until now, what do you think we need to know or what are you still wondering about? I, I think it's remarkable that they emerged safe. And according to the statement this afternoon from Christian Aid Ministries, that they were that everyone uh, seems to be in reasonably good condition. Interesting. And good. These were adults all the way down to an infant. So um, I think that's the most remarkable thing. They were held. Uh, you know, we, we have to assume that they were in you know difficult conditions. We, you know, don't know the details of, of their conditions, um, but the fact that everyone has not only emerged unharmed, but also uh, in decent health is, um, you know, and again, we have not seen the, the um, hostages directly. They've asked us to respect their privacy. They need time to recover from this ordeal, of sure. course. But so a lot of what we're going on is from Christian aid ministries themselves, but right. um the reports are encouraging and I would say remarkable. Very good. Well, Peter, thanks an awful lot. Yes. We know that you're juggling a lot here. So we thank you for the update uh, to bring us the good news about Christian aid and uh, the release of the hostages. Always a pleasure to have you with us. Likewise. Good thank to see you. you again. Peter Smith from Associated Press. Uh, in some ways, I appreciate the details have not come out and they're protecting their own and making sure that, you know, things are safe before there's any more deeper conversation, which there may not be. Fever is a potential sign of COVID or the flu, and the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Exergen Temporal Scanners, available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N dot com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Got church? We do 24-7. And now you can watch Cornerstone Television's Pittsburgh Faith and Family Channel on Comcast Channel 1185. Use the Faith and Family Channel to watch local inspirational services conveniently from your home. Or peruse our channel for a sneak peek at a church to visit in person this Sunday. Check out Pittsburgh Faith and Family on Comcast Express. Infinity, channel 1185, Verizon, channel 472, or Armstrong, channel 95. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those 
close repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through 1231-21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That is windowsrspittsburgh.com. It's a fact that MyPillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels available for their product anymore. And because of that, they are passing their extra savings directly to you. You can get the lowest price in the history of MyPillow for their classic standard MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with a promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, only $24.98 with a promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98, now only $29.98 with a promo code. MyPillow is not just pillows. They also have over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. Promo code also works on mystore.com and frankspeech.com. Go to MyPillow.com, call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or by calling right now, 800-391-0954 for the best deal on MyPillow. I stoned Kathy the other day. I miss taking my dog for a walk. My dog passed away on Labor Day. And anybody who's a dog owner, right? I mean, you daily take at least a walk, sometimes more. And, you know, dog walkers, they're kind of this, they know the neighborhood. They know the neighbors. They know the route. It it just feels good for you to go out and commit to taking your dog. All these benefits, it helps you. So it's no surprise. I saw this uh, study finds released a survey today that dogs are boosting owners' mental health during the pandemic, making people who are dog owners less likely to be depressed. Uh, you know, the social interaction the study finds reviewed more than 1500 people, half of whom own dogs and dog owners have reported having significantly more social support available to them compared to potential dog owners and dog owners. Depression scores were lower as well. I don't think that's any surprise. No, it's not a surprise right? at all. My only question is why the, they didn't include cat owners. Because you're not taking a walk with your cat. That's a good point. Right, and there, there's something. Sin- now, Christy, you're a dog owner. Do you take your dog for a walk? I don't. And you don't? Why? Uh, he just. He, I just don't. I play fetch with him. He he and, gets enough exercise running around. I mean, he's small. He he's has, tiny. He has little legs. He does have. Little How little teeny. are his legs? Oh, they're they're pretty little. <laughs> teeny. Yeah. So teeny. he's a miniature dachshund. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what if that's true? Like you know, little dogs don't need m- more. Right, exercise because they're just you know they're so little. So running around the house is enough. I would think that's fine. I mean, he sleeps great at night. I'd be okay with that. I mean, have you ever seen you know in your neighborhood dog walkers all right? the time? All dog the time. walk. I mean, my well, I would think that'd be good to go out to meet people. I mean, I mean, you know, don't you want to meet your neighbors? I, uh, I like my like immediate neighbors. <laughs> she doesn't want to meet the other neighbors. Can you tell? Uh, yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. My since I live on the corner. I know all the dog walkers. You do, yeah, because in the oh, summer. Do they use, wait, do they uh, are they sure? Do they pick up after themselves? They do pick up. They always do. Oh, wait, they always Christy. do. But every dog loves our yard. Uh huh. Because it's the corner. 
Right. And so the dogs are always going to say hi. And that's a big corner you occupy there. It is. It is. And so I'm happy to meet all the dogs. Now, Christy, you're saying people don't pick up in your neighborhood. They don't. Oh, come on, people. Come on, you guys. I'm like, that didn't come out of my dog. No, of course not. But then you got to like take care of it anyway, Mm -hmm. because there it is, right? Put up a little sign. Please clean up. Listen, there's people in our neighborhood that have a sign up. Oh, do they? No Mm -hmm. pooping in our yard. Don't they? Of course. I mean... They'd be less angry if they had a dog themselves. Yeah. That's what survey, sure study finds. Um, there's a woman in my neighborhood who has a long-haired dachshund. That's mm. what Milo is. Okay. Oh, oh is yeah. He? Yeah. But, he, but he's miniature, too? He's a miniature long-haired dachshund, and he's a dapple. So that's why his color is multiple. That's why he's so fancy. That's miniature fancy. long-haired dapple. There's a lot yeah. going on there with Milo. It's an upcharge. <laughs> it was an upcharge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet it was. Um, when she walks her dachshund, yeah. we love it so much. We can't wait for her to come by because it looks like the dog is on wheels. There are, there's oh, you no, can't you see cannot it. see the feet. Mm. All you see is the, you know, there's a lot of hopping, a lot of vertical activity right. because of the trotting that's going on. Now, you would think with a dog like that, you're constantly having to clean the dog because it's dragging its hair. Like, yeah, right. Like my dog, you know? Sure. I mean, he was so low to the ground that you'd go out and it was wet underneath him. It'd be like, you know, a, an undercarriage of a car. You had to really sure. spray that on, make sure he was okay. Hose that off. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was thinking about how much the dog benefits the person, oh. which is what the which is what you're speaking of. Yes. But I was thinking back as you were talking to uh, one of our conversations with Hugh Ross, who is a radio astronomer. So, but we weren't talking about radio astronomy at this point because he also has really interesting things to say about animals. Mm-hmm. And one of the things Hugh said is that the reverse is also true, that when it comes to what he calls soulish s o u l i s h soulish animals. What does that mean? Soulish animals are like the difference between a dog and a lizard. Okay? So they're animals that are considered, they have a awareness. Oh, I see. Okay? Different yeah. than, right. than fish or, right. you know, whatever. Um, that their connection with humans can also increase their abilities and capabilities. They learn they, from their And not only do they learn, but their... They can't, their person, I wish, I want to be able to express what he was saying. I think he was saying that they're, they can become more than they are Mm -hmm. because of their relationship with people. Yeah, that makes sense. So our investment in animals is not just that they impact us, but that we impact them. Mm -hmm. And so it's like any other relationship that the, you know, the more, um, responsive it is, the more it benefits both parties. But we talk about that a lot at home because it's crazy to me how much our cats, we have two cats, how much they communicate with us now versus a year ago. Uh, uh, just a year ago. Just a year ago. Why? They have. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because we were home so much. I'm guessing that's what it was during COVID, is we were with them so much. But they are hmm. much more communicative than they ever were in the first four years of their What's life. What's that look like? So they're like a lot of talking. Chattier. A way chatty. And they never chatted. They were around. They were. They were. You know, friendly. Yeah. But they were never chatty. Now they're chatty and like they love us. They deeply love us. Like, I, I can't get over it. I mean, I sleep every night underneath one of my cats. And if I get up... Underneath and, one of your cats? Because he's right on me. Holy And Lord. if I have to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, if. Like, I've, like since I had like a baby, I haven't had to do that. Uh, I come back, he gets right back up. I mean, he's hmm. just 
always with me. And then during the day, it's the reverse. It's it's Charlotte, my girl cat, who's with me. <laughs> Isn't that say, interesting? I love it so much because I mean, obviously that. The two-way bond is very, very mm-hmm. intense for anybody who loves a dog, a cat. I mean, okay, so we're, we're for the first time without a dog in a long time. Our cat's gone as well. So my kid, my youngest boy, when he was uh, 13, he wanted a bird. So now I have a bird. And, you know, it's fine. It's a green cheek conure. They're very pretty. Very smart. I mean, I would not expect that I would have, like, emotions towards a bird. Do you? I do, very much so. To Pip. Oh yeah. Well, tell me. Well, you know, what's like, that relationship like? Well, now, like, you know, like when the the dog, the, all the animals are gone. So when I used to come home, anybody who's got a dog, you know what that's like. You're a cat. They know that you're entering into their space. You're back home again, and they're happy to see you. And they they're engaged. As soon as I walk in the door, the bird's going beep beep. Like he's talking to me as soon as I walk in. So me, of course, I'm responding as sure. well. Yeah. I'm talking to the bird. Well, I never would have done that before. Right? Would you have? Did you do that when you had the dog and cat? Well, he was playing second or third fiddle, right? I mean, my my dog was the guy, then the cat, and now the bird. Now the birds ascended to you know the only fiddle. So I have a deeper relationship with the bird because he's the sole survivor. And so the bird is actually capable now of doing more things yes, than he was. Is. Isn't that interesting? Because I engage and pay much more attention to him. You know, first thing in the morning, I come down, I take his little cover off, I give him fresh water, I give him food. You know, he thanks me as I do this. He talks to me. You know, and I go, okay, thanks, buddy. <laughs> it's just weird. I don't know. Animals I are just amazing. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I mean, and it kind of changes your perspective on, you know, going to the pound or, go, or going to a kennel or a breeder, wherever you choose to buy your animal. Yeah. Right? The animal that you see there is not the animal that you're going to know in three years. No. It's gonna, things change. Things change, and that animal is going to grow and develop, and you're going to grow and develop mm-hmm. along with them. Coming out uh, to work the other day, I was driving behind a guy who um, his license plate said something, and then he had a wrap on his car. He was an aquarium uh, guy that he would, like, you know, take care of your aquarium. You know, and I thought, uh, I've had turtles, which I loved. I love the turtles, the idea of having an aquarium is very appealing because they're so incredibly beautiful, but the upkeep, the maintenance, the cost, the expense of all that seems prohibitive for most people. 18 years I did that. 18 years you had an aquarium mm-hmm. in your house? In my parents' house. And you, and you know who they called to clean the aquarium? You. Mm-hmm. You did. You were the, the pool girl. Yes, I was. Every, every week of my life. What? That was one of your jobs as every the adult daughter week, to clean the aquarium? Adult daughter? I was doing it when I was five years old. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's a lot of work. Oh. They do, are beautiful. Do I have an aquarium now? No, of course not, because you know how what a, a lot of maintenance it is, right? It is a lot. I mean, you can do, a lousy, so beautiful. You can do a lousy job. It looks terrible, and it's bad for the fish. Right. But if you want to do a good job, uh, it is serious work of course but when you go in and you see someone's aquarium you think you should have seen the aquarium oh, we stunning. had really? it was beautiful really? oh my gosh what it was beautiful one by one they all die away well i mean they they're constantly dying and you're constantly getting new ones Whoa. and you have to see, come up with one... different populations and really the constantly fish, fish, dying oh yeah but fish don't love you no it's okay I mean, I mean, it's, yeah it's me. not like i just want to it's go, not Whoa. like the longer you know the discus fish the no, more it's no. going to love you it's not like a soulish animal well, that's big money. People spend a lot of money on tropical fish. I remember one night, speaking of discus fish, we uh, we went, my dad and I, and we bought two disc. we, by we I mean he, bought two discus fish. They were like $30 a piece. Yeah. 
big time. It's a big investment for fish. And we came home, and I we didn't know enough about it, but I left the light on in the room. Yeah. Or I turned it off. I don't remember which it was. I did the wrong thing with the light. And so I came down the next morning, and they had, had like, anxiety attacks. The fish did? Yeah, and they were, had both died. I mean, we oh. had them for about oh. nine hours. Oh, so all the things you're supposed to know, right? It's very complex, isn't it? All mm-hmm. the poor things. Yeah, I know. How did you know it was anxiety? Because of the light somehow off yeah, or on. Yeah, and I'm, we, we went back. We thought there was something wrong with the, the fish. Said, and the I guy was you, like, the oh, we off. told you about the lights. And we said, what? We love our pets. That's for sure. Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden acknowledges that his sweeping social spending package won't get passed by Christmas. Lacking the necessary votes in the Senate, Democrats will not be able to meet their self-imposed Christmas deadline. West Virginia's Joe Manchin continues to oppose the nearly $2 trillion package. In a written statement, the president said discussions with Manchin will continue, and he predicted the bill will eventually pass. But pushing it into next year is a setback for Democrats. Greg Clugston, Washington. Pfizer is testing an extra dose of its COVID-19 vaccine for babies and preschoolers enrolled in a study of the shots. Pfizer has been testing two very low-dose shots in children under age 5, with some data expected by year's end. Stocks remain mixed. The Dow is down 392 points, but the Nasdaq is up 53. This is SRN News. Do you pay for your own health insurance? Are you self-employed, a gig worker? Are you a small business owner trying to help your employees find affordable benefits? If so, listen up. My name is Tom Jakobin, and you can save 25 to 50% or more on your monthly premiums and have benefits with first-dollar protection on many common outpatient services. That's right, no deductible, no copayments. With many traditional health plans, you're functionally uninsured because of deductibles, copays, and other cost-sharing devices that benefit the insurance company, but not you. With New Era Health Plans, you can access doctors, hospitals, and urgent care facilities with our freedom of choice nationwide PPO network, including Washington Hospital, St. Clair, Allegheny General, and UPMC. Call me, Tom Yakupin, 724-228-7187, or visit us online at NewEraHealthPlans.com. Here's a great thing to consider doing right now before the end of the year. Call MediShare and find out just how much you would save by switching to MediShare, the affordable alternative to health insurance. When you call it, you'll get some good news and probably be very happily surprised, too. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. It's so worth it to at least find out. And you'll see why more than 400,000 people are already members. MediShare is a Christian community that's shared more than $4 billion in each other's health care costs. It really is remarkable, and they're very easy to talk to. And here's the thing. If you join before the end of the year, they'll waive your new member fee. That's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second. The call, and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 31st, so call now. You'll save even more. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. 
Hi, this is Joe Belanti with J&D Waterproofing at 1-800-BERRY-DRY. In honor of our 81 years serving the tri-state area, we are offering great savings for all our new and past customers. Call 1-800-BERRY-DRY. That's 1-800-BERRY-DRY to get your savings on basement waterproofing, bowing or cracking walls, and or footer stabilization projects. Or visit us at jdwaterproofing.com. J&D Waterproofing, family owned and operated since 1939. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Tonight, we'll see rain arriving in the late evening hours. Expect a low of 38. Periods of rain for tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 52. Tomorrow night, we'll see considerable clouds and a low of 31. Sunday will be colder with times of clouds and sunshine. We'll reach a high Sunday of 36. For Monday, mostly sunny skies. We'll see a high Monday of 42. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon to you. Thanks for coming along today for the Friday edition, the 5 o'clock hour. We're happy that uh, you're along. Got uh, a lot to cover here for this next hour. Kath, good to see you as well. Uh, Four minutes past the 5 o'clock hour. Very good. Time for me to tell you, John. Tell me what? Your weekend has begun. In earnest, it really has. Indeed. I mean, it's the long holiday weekend as well, right? I think next week, a lot of people, Not, I mean, you know, in years past, pre-COVID, you would see traffic drop precipitously. Tra- I had no traffic coming in here today. Really? I mean, like, no, wait, that's not true. That's not true. I had no traffic until I got to the four pit tunnels. Always. Then there was a lot Wouldn't of traffic. Matter, right, but yeah. pr- prior to that, you know, my, my commute on 279, there was like nobody there. Right. And did you see how many cars were in our parking lot? About six. Yes. Mm-hmm. I drove in today and I thought, this is the fewest number of cars I have seen since COVID mm-hmm. here. It was. I don't know. I, I checked for your car to see maybe if, you know, you'd. Oh, no, I'm there. Bailed yeah. at some point. Yeah. It was funny to bring up, you know, the Fort Pitt tunnels because it wouldn't matter if there were three cars on the highway. The You're Fort Pitt tunnels up. would still be back there. It'd be Will Smith and I am legend. Nobody's on earth <laughs> and the tunnels would still be backed up. Right. You Seriously. Have, it's the road you and I are walking through, but we have to wait. Exactly. We're right. still waiting. It's okay. We're going to wait for the people in front of us because they just slowed down. The heck. Okay. But it's still better than Squirrel Hill. <laughs> I, don't you think that consistently Fort Pitt is better than well, Squirrel Hill? Well, considering on August 31st my car was totaled inside the Squirrel Hill tunnels, I'd say anything's about better than that. You mean it still that. isn't settled? No, nothing. Okay. Anyway, that's a whole other story. It's a big day in history, is it not? It is. Uh, this day in history, uh, Orville Wright made history's first sustained airplane flight, lasting 12 seconds and covering 120 feet near Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Wilbur. The lesser-known brother. He's not really lesser-known. Lesser-known. Is he younger? Uh, Wilbur? No, Wilbur's the older brother. Oh, okay. Wilbur flew 852 feet later that day. Right. They flipped a coin to determine who would go first. And, oh, you know, did they? I, yeah, I never knew that. Yep. Yeah. And so, the, I mean, the, the Wright brothers' story is the, to me, 
prototypical uh, story of can-do American spirit. I mean, the more you know about the Wright brothers, the more you read about them, you can these guys were just unbelievable, self-taught in every conceivable way. I mean, you know, they were born four years apart. Uh, Wilbur was born, I think, in the late 1860s. Uh, uh, Orville, not too far behind him. I think they were like three or four years that separated them. And then, you know, like a lot of guys, their father, I, I, you know, I don't know what their father did for a living, but he was, um, he had enough wealth, and I'm not sure, you know, take that as you may, that he had a small library. And so his sons would read his father's book, their father's books. And from that, they first became inquisitive about the world. Now, in their business ventures, they, business ventures, they first opened a printing business. And then from that, they decided they were going to open up a new invention that was sweeping the country. They started to manu- sell and manufacture bicycles. bicycles right. And then from that bicycle shop in Dayton, Ohio... From uh, 1892, 1892, they opened their first bicycle business. And on this date in 1903, 11 years later, they were the first humans credited with flying with motorized flight. 11 years. I mean, you know, they went and uh, they studied. They wrote to the Smithsonian Institute to ask for information about astro- about flight. The Smithsonian, it's, I mean, all this stuff is documented because these guys were great archivists along with their sister. So every step of the way, they wrote things down. They also wrote letters to an inventor in France, and this long relationship that went on for more than 20 years was also sort of a guiding light for them. But through trial and error, they were the first guys to operate and uh, assemble a wind tunnel, a small wind tunnel, where they learned the idea of dynamics. Mm -hmm. They also looked at birds. Of course, they, you know, they would take birds apart, look at their wing structure. But, you know, truly all self-taught. They built these gliders out of, you know, thin pieces of wood and canvas. And they would go from Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> they would drive wagons. This is before the automobile. They would t- take wagons down to the Outer Banks. Can you imagine how long, how long it took long them that would take? to go from, the outer, from Dayton, Dayton Ohio, Ohio to the Outer Banks and to get to the Outer Banks, which would require a boat to go from the mainland to the Outer Banks because the Outer Banks, of course, you've ever been there, had these gigantic, they still are there, the sand dunes with the right, and of course, again, more study about where was the right place to go and fly a glider. What would that look like? How would that work? They settled on the Outer Banks. Then, you know, they had trial and error, trial and error. They went down, I think, like initially in 1900. Uh, they had really bad, you know, uh, information and in, in through trial and error. I think it was Orville who wrote in his diary, man will never fly a powered vehicle in a thousand years. But still, they continued on. Trial and error, trial and error. 1901, I believe, they were the first guys to fly gliders in the in the United States. It had happened in other places in the world. But then finally, with enough courage and enough wherewithal, knowledge, I mean, Andy Masick from the Senator John Hind History Center, he told us this years ago that they went rode to Alcoa, the Wright brothers did, and Alcoa engineered a one-of-a-kind aluminum engine block because it had to be light mm. to fit on top of that glider. Everything was, of course, you know, to, to the ounce. But finally, on this date in 1903, with the help of local town people from the Outer Banks, 
the Wright brothers took off and made history. And then, of course, from that, it took a long time for the United States government to get the idea, oh, this could be of use for us. How? You know, in applications of military, whether, you know, through war or through looking at the enemy or whatnot. That's really what sort of pushed the revolution forward. But these two men, Orville and Wilbur, we owe them so much. They're truly one of a kind. Amazing. And you think in a hundred and almost twenty years? Oh my gosh! You, you know what? Remember, it was like to sit in an airplane when you're going to the Far East. Like you know, the one shot to get from here to Tokyo yeah. is eight. Well, I went from Chicago to Tokyo. It was eighteen hours in an airplane. Now, eight. You're eighteen hours. Yeah, where well, they were judging in seconds. Airplane. Right. I mean, that's a tremendous Plus, trajectory. Now, I'm sure that would not have happened if we wouldn't have had the world wars in there that would have pushed that technology along. Sure. But it is shocking to imagine that the, the, the Wright brothers could never in their wildest dreams no. have imagined. No, I'm sure, you know, when you see like, you know, the, the mammoths, you know, the military planes that carry, you know, gigantic cars and all the troops and all that, or a 747 or the Concorde, the days of supersonic flighter coming back again, all those things together. It just goes to show you push the envelope, push it, push it, push it. And, you know, things are revealed to you. Astounding. And if you're looking for a uh, really great Christmas gift, let me just recommend David McCullough's book on the Wright Brothers. Oh, that's because a great book. It is. Very concise. In, in, it's not just concise to me. It's just readable. He's mm-hmm. just such a wonderful writer. It's the kind of thing that you open up and you think, I can't wait to get further into this. Yep. It's just really, really a terrific book anyway. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, um, a woman who was ready to deliver a baby said, I, I don't know if I'm going to make it to the hospital. And her husband said, don't worry. We have a Tesla. What's next? Right home. There's technology once again. It's hard to believe that a week from today is Christmas Eve. Stop it. So if you're still planning in those stages. And or you're like me and feel like, I am i don't think there's any way that I could be ready. Even if I was really efficient by next Friday, I need outside intervention. Right. You need a turbo shot, and that turbo shot is Marsha from the Spring House. Hey, Marsh. Merry Christmas to you. Hi, guys. Merry Christmas to you, too. All right. So for people like me who do need some, like, extra shot of assistance, uh, tell us, please, Marsha, how could you help us? Sure. So we are cooking up a storm and getting prepped and getting ready, smoking around the clock. So we have our hickory smoked hams, which I know both of you have had. Mm, and we're going to buy the whole ham and half a ham. You can still place orders online until Monday at noon. And then after that, we'll have lots of extra stuff in the store all week long. I can't, I can't even believe it's a week away. <laughs> and then we'll also have all kinds of homemade pies and casseroles and salads and deviled eggs and everything you wish you had time to make, but you just don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have any cookies? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I forgot about that, John. Christmas cookie trays. Fabulous. And they are amazing. I've sampled them all. All right. So, listen, Monday is the deadline. Springhousemarket.com. Mm-hmm. You'll see the full menu. And uh, let Marsha in the Springhouse make your Christmas all the more merrier. Marsha, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us. We love you and your family. And a continued success in 2022. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you guys. 101.5 WORD. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. 
with the best new Christmas music. New, new, new music. New from Kane featuring Stephen Curtis Chapman. Wonderful. Wonderful. The first Noel from Stars Go Dim. Hallelujah from Blessing Offer. The best new Christmas music. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends on Word FM. After 100 years of working in, living in, and supporting communities across America, Lowe's understands firsthand the promise of possibility. That's why, as part of its centennial celebration, Lowe's is committed to giving back to 100 communities in a big way. After receiving thousands of submissions, Lowe's has announced the 100 communities where we hope to make an impact and maybe along the way inspire others in those communities to give back to. To learn more about the community projects that have been selected, visit Lowe's.com slash 100 hometowns and follow us at hashtag 100 hometowns. Everything that we do in the office is to provide a comforting feel to you and your family. Stock Family Dentistry, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. We do value the time that you spend at our office and we understand that you don't have hours and hours because lives are crazy nowadays. But we want to really make sure that the time you're spending with us is efficient and efficient. Effective and works for you as an individual. Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Don't let pests haunt your home this winter. Get the help you need at BoozBugStoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Certainly, there have been a lot of said, uh, a lot said about self-driving vehicles. Right, this is the coming age where your Tesla has autopilot, or the eighteen-wheeler next to you is going to be driverless. I mean, say what you will about that; it seems fraught yeah, with a lot uh, of calamity. But there's a woman in Philadelphia who, just a short while ago, she was uh, getting her son ready for school uh, around eight thirty in the morning, and her water broke. So she said to her husband, take our boy to school. Um, I know I'm going to have the baby probably today here, but I think I'll be okay. So the husband, he took the boy to school, dropped the son off, came back and picked his wife up. They got in the car in a Tesla, and they started to drive to the hospital. Now, of course, even during the pandemic, of course, there was rush hour traffic in Philadelphia. There they are in rush hour traffic. The husband says, I'm hitting autopilot the wife says, should I push or should I hold? And before he had time to answer, like he could control that, should I push or should I hold? All of a sudden, the baby starts to come. And while they're driving in rush hour traffic in a Tesla on autopilot, there comes the baby. And the baby was delivered in the front seat of that Tesla. By the husband? Yep. Yep. They got to the hospital. He calls ahead. They come out. They cut the umbilical cord, put the wife in a wheelchair and the baby. Off they go. The husband goes to park the Tesla. Goodness knows what that looks like inside the front seat. (laughs) And there's a new baby on the way. Oh, my God. Holy smokes. Wow. 
Can you imagine? No. Well, yeah, I can't imagine. Oh. I almost had my second child in the in the car, but it wasn't in a Tesla. It was in a Saturn. Wouldn't matter. It's still your Slight, car. Slightly less in the like. I, you know, at this point, luxury scale. What the heck? Holy cow! Okay. Uh, so news comes from our friends at the uh, Pew Research Center, John. Yeah. That uh, in choosing a church, Americans have ranked three things that are most important to them when they decide where to go. Now, our producer, Christy, was doing the church shopping thing a few months ago. She's landed on a place. Right. Um, you've been in your current house of worship for a long time. Many, many years. I, I have as well. Yes. Um, but there are a lot of people who, you know, COVID kind of gave them a break to say, okay, well, maybe I want to look into something different and maybe yeah, I should look at worse, that. Right? right. Three things. These are the three top things that Americans have ranked. Okay. 83% said on choosing a church, the most important thing is good preaching. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, so do I, but I'm kind of surprised that that's as high as it is. I thought that things like coffee bar. Oh, really? Or kids program. Or something would figure more highly. Well, I, I like it because it, it means people are serious about That's wanting to I be fed. That's what I thought too. That's what I thought too. Right? No, but I get. Well, I would say, what would you know? Those people who are respondents, what would define for you good, good pre- preaching? Right. <laughs> That's not because I mean it could be any number of things, right? Seventy-four percent, nay or no? Uh, yes. Seventy-nine. That was eighty-three percent. Seventy-nine percent said it was a warm welcome. By church leaders. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so you walk in. Now, see, to me, I think for a lot of people, and maybe you back me up on this, Christy, the first time you visit a church, of course, you know, there's always those people who have great gifts of hospitality, and they approach you. For a lot of people, they don't want to be approached, right? They just want to be left to their own devices. Right, let me just go, go back hang. and look at things. I like, I like to be anonymous. Please don't. All of a sudden, I'm filling out cards, and I'm in the coffee, and you know, I'm like, there, I'm on a committee. I'm just showing up. I just wanted to hang out. How did I get roped into this? Right. All of a sudden, you know, like, you know, I'm in the stewardship committee. I'm just visiting. (laughs) Christy, are you the kind of person that when you walked into the back of a new church for the first time, you were like, leave me? Put your eyes down. Yeah, I did. When I went to the church, I kind of stood in the back and somebody, one of the pastors, sought me out. Because obviously, very right, good. I was new. The pastor did his job. Okay. He noticed. So you. that was the warm welcome mm-hmm. that seventy nine percent of the people are ta- <clears throat> are talking about. Was that important to you? No. Okay. I I really just wanted to hide. Okay. Right. And yeah, kind of go in and out. But okay. So but once then that you've received the warm welcome, then what happened? Were you escorted to someone else? And then was there or no? No, no. We had a conversation. The conversation was great, and we talked up until the. The couple minutes that we had, you know, the little countdown. Yeah. And I just grabbed a seat and they've reached out to me on multiple occasions. Like anytime they see me, now they just come and say, Good hey. for them. Okay. But that made a difference. Yeah, though, it did. Because you, you could have gone in anonymous and gone, Okay, I'm, I, I like that or I'm not coming back. But because someone said, Hey, you had to say, Hey, back. And so there was a little bit of a place mark. Yeah. All right. That was good. Okay. All right. So you go along with number two. Um, what about number three? 74%. Named a quote unquote appealing style of worship. Uh, now, now again, that's fraught. fraught appealing style. I mean, one man's appealing style is another man's dumpster fire, right? Exactly. What does that mean? Was that important to you when you were looking? Yes, it was. Yes. Okay. I wanted it to be very similar to my previous church. Okay. 
All right. So would you go along also with, so good preaching, number one, Mm -hmm. two, warm welcome, and three, appealing style of worship? Yeah. Wow. What if one of those was out of whack? Uh, It depends on which one, I think. What was that? So like if the preaching was watered down or not good, I would have. Thanks, but no thanks. Yes. That's rough, isn't it? I feel bad for churches and pastors. I mean, because... Especially small church pastors, because they have to kind of be everything to everybody. If you're talking about a big church with a big staff, you can distribute that, right? But when you're the only guy or the only woman and you're trying to make it happen, it that's so much. And to walk the fine line of, you know, being, you know, a, a place of hospitality, but not making it seem like, you know, it's an Amway party that you're walking right? into and you feel like, right. uh, You don't want to overreact to right. somebody like pounce on them. It's very, there's so many different skill sets that go into place there. Yeah. And the whole thing, you know, and of course, you know, every time we talk about this, the idea of, you know, in quotes, church shopping, end quote, you know, that that is fraught with a lot of stuff as well. There's a lot of negative connotation for that, because I would imagine as as much as it's necessary for people, especially in this weird COVID area, you're going, okay, I'm, I've changed a little bit. Maybe I'm going to find a, a different place to settle mm-hmm. on. Man, it's just. All right. Let me ask you this. Did you, the church that you settled at, Christy, did you go to online worship first? No, no. Okay. Okay. I wonder how many people are like trying it out online before they show up. That would, that would make sense. Now, how did you, was it rec- a recommendation from someone? Someone said you should try this out. Yeah. Somebody on staff here. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the staff here. Yeah. And who the did, sales department who was supposed to meet you there. It was show supposed up. to meet me. Yep. <laughs> not, oh, I'm not right. naming anybody. I forgot. <laughs> but it all worked out it all in the end. Fine. It, did. it all worked out in the it end. It did. That's okay. And the conclusion of the survey from Pew is that um, what do you think the percent is of Americans say they go to church at least once or twice a month? The percentage of people mm-hmm. in America. Uh, boy. Once or twice a month. I'll be optimistic and say sixty percent. Christy, I would say like eighty. Eighty. 51. Wow. 51. And once, just once or twice. Right, once or twice a month. And that's right. a low bar. Right here. I feel like that is a low bar. So I, I, I want to be glad for whoever's there. So Heck this yeah. should not be taken as a criticism. But I'm just thinking about being a kid. I never missed church. And my, we didn't, we ne- just, that. We just didn't. What well, was a sin if I missed church? So I was in church. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't missing it. No, so it's right? like I'm in great. I'm not sinning this week. I never missed church as a kid. Never. Right, Christy. What was it like for you? Um, I don't think we missed church. We went to like a different service if we had a sport or something. Okay. Yeah, we we made sure we were there. Yeah. So that, that and that and that's just so much a part of your life that that becomes consistency. Re- can, that that that's a routine. Yeah. So when I look at only half of the people say they're going once or twice a month. Like to me, that's not even a routine once or twice a month. It's not a routine. You're no. just, it's kind of like catch as catch can. Heck, I go to the movies once or twice. Right. And you know, there's a lot of variables that determine what you wake up and you just aren't feeling it. And then you think all of the time that you're spending with the people that you work with in your cubicle and not, well, hopefully there aren't a lot of people working in your cubicle. <laughs> hey, I used to work here. Well, not anymore. Because <laughs> um, you're now you're in my let's cubicle. Let's move on, please. So, people have the adjoining. I don't know who you are, but, but like uh, you end up spending all your time with the people you're working with, and no time with your church family. 
if that's the way it is, right? Well, because you're, you're with you're with your coworkers five days a week. But if you're only seeing them once or twice a month, is it your church family? Well, is it good, your, just church acquaintance? No, that's a good point. Yeah, can't be your family, right? Can't be that close of a thing if you're not there very. Okay, often. so Christy, so then you, how long you've been going to the new church? Well, like two months. And, I mean, would you say it? It feels like you're going to stay. Yeah, I've taken the next step. Oh my gosh! The next, step. she and the church are dating. I, kind of, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. They're gonna do. They're gonna do a person. They're gonna do an enneagram study to see if they're compatible. <laughs> I mean, I already she know my number. So do you? You do the enneagram? <laughs> yeah. I have never done an enneagram. Have you, Kay? I have a test, a little test on my phone. You can each take it. And we'll oh figure gosh. out your numbers. Oh, I, Listen, does I it said, help you? Does the enneagram I, help you? I'm. It just. Gives me self knowledge. Yes, and how to interact with the people around me. Like my best friend is a one, so we figure out how to love each other better. And what are you? A six. A six. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. It, what do you think John and I are? Um, I don't. Know. I, I kind of think John might be a four. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite number. I've always number. thought that, Christy. I've always <laughs> thought he was four. Like I'm not 100 percent sure on you, Kath. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm the unknown. Be I'm the numbers. wild card. Yeah. That's what I am. I don't know. Okay, that's cool. I mean. Uh, anyway, the idea of going to a new church, boy, that's that's an act of bravery, isn't it? It is an act There's of bravery. Some courage there. But think about good job. What you Thanks. can well, think about what you can gain. Oh, from taking change that your first life, step, change your eternal life. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. yeah, and I, I know it's a lot for families. It is a lot. It's right? so hard, especially during kids. this it era is. as well. It is. I know. It's but a man, lot. I mean, you know, you said this the other day. We were talking about something, and you were like, "Where would you be without your church family?" Yeah. And I think that's really true. If you invest in that, it's really true. I mean, I'm not always saying, I don't get along with everybody. You know, right. I get, I can be a bit of a curmudgeon. You know? Okay, listen, you know what I was thinking about just this morning? Hmm. I was thinking, I was flashing back to when my youngest daughter was turning one, okay? And she got RSV, okay, which is a respiratory virus, which can be very serious in both uh, adults and kids, but it afflicts kids more often. And so... Uh, we end up in children's hospital for almost a week. So when you're in, in the hospital for a week with a one-year-old, it's very, it's scary and it's really hard because the kid wants to walk around. She had an IV. Mm-hmm. The whole, I mean, it was just, it was, listen, the second, so that we went in on, on a, a Saturday night. On Sunday, we got an enormous snowstorm in Pittsburgh. So, I mean, everything was shut down. There was, so my husband, my older daughter couldn't come in. So it was just me and her. So she is in a perilous state health-wise. I'm on my own. My par- I mean, there's just nobody that can come into Oakland. Things are shut. My two friends, Dwight and Janet. They showed up. They walked. They walked from church, which was on Fifth Avenue in Oakland. Is that any sub- They walked down to Children's Hospital and they spent the afternoon with us so that, that I w- so, cool. so that we wouldn't be alone. And now, Dw- that is what a church – I mean, I've never forgot. So my daughter's 19 years old. So it was 18 years ago. I remember that like it was yesterday. That is so cool. I mean, just Dwight. I mean, he just walked the width of the Grand Canyon. Right. So right? so two and a half feet of snow was no big deal. Right. And they left the area. They're way the heck out up north. And they come down – people who travel like an hour to church. Isn't that great? We have Don't any number of friends that. who do that, and that's just fabulous. I mean, really, it is. It's a people are just amazing. Anyway, yeah, that's right. It's a great story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were just loving on you. They who would were, do that? Who would walk through two feet of driving snow? Right, and then walk back. Yep, and just just to be with us for a couple hours to help you, to yeah. minister to you, to yeah. love on you. That's super cool. Anyway. 
All right, we need to take a break. When we come back, uh, we've got some celebrity birthdays. Going to oh. quiz John. Okay. It's also uh, today's National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day. Very eager to hear uh, about one? why you guys aren't wearing them and why actually I'm not either. I mean, also, I uh, Pittsburgh soon having six parks next. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate when compared to health insurance. Double. It really is remarkable. There's more than 400,000 members now who have shared more than $4 billion in medical bills. So they can handle your bills too. And here's the thing. If you join before December 15th, they'll waive your new member fee. So that's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second, but call and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline, December 15th. So call now and you'll save even more. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. We all know health care costs are through the roof, but having insurance to back you up in uncertain times provides a sense of security to us, right? I'm Kathy Emmons, and about a year ago, I lost my sense of security when I lost my health insurance. It was a sudden thing, a COVID-era adjustment they had to make, my husband's employer said. But all of a sudden, after decades of being covered by the same people, I was on my own. But it turns out, not on my own. You know I've advertised for Todd Marley at Marley Financial for years now. I've loved the sound of what they offer to individuals and small businesses, but all at once I had to depend on them for my own health insurance. And wow, have they come through. From Todd, who took the time to explain all the options, to Carrie, who has walked through literally every bit of paperwork I've had, Marley Financial has been there for me. So if you're looking for a group of people who will be there for you, think Marley Financial. Find them online, marleyfg.com or at 724-884-1496. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS. Study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDF. Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. I just finished months of chemo, but I don't want to talk about months. I want to talk about years. Treatments have gotten better, so I'm hoping for good years ahead. That's thanks to research funded by the American Cancer Society. The same folks giving me free rights to treatments, insurance advice, and a place to stay during chemo. I need that stuff like you don't know. And now that you do, please give at cancer.org. Tonight we'll see rain arriving in the late evening hours. Expect a low of 38. Periods of rain for tomorrow. Tomorrow's high 52. Tomorrow night we'll see considerable clouds and a low of 31. Sunday will be colder with times of clouds and sunshine. We'll reach a high Sunday of 36. For Monday, mostly sunny skies. We'll see a high Monday of 42. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. One of the recurring things we do on the ride home 
is we put John in uncomfortable positions, oh, situations, try to make him, you know. I'm just like life. Mm-hmm. Heck. Uh, and so uh, we got some celebrity birthdays today. Okay. And so, John, I'll ask you what I normally ask you, which is I'll tell you whose birthday it is, and you tell me how old they are. Okay. Okay, I've got two today. Two. Yes, two okay. men who are um, particularly skilled in their craft. Oh, mm-hmm. high achievement levels. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eugene Levy. Oh. First off, <laughs> Star of Schitt's Creek. Oh, boy. One of my favorite shows of the last couple of years. No, uh, to me, It's Eugene not for Levy. kids. Like, for all, okay, for all. Eugene Levy is the star of SCTV, he first is. and foremost. I mean, that, you know, Schitt's Creek is fine. That's a fine show, I'm sure. It's a great show. But SCTV is the comedy show par excellence. I mean, SCTV is way up there. And SNL is somewhere like down, down there. I, I agree with you on that. I mean, and Eugene Levy. Oh. He's top of the top. <laughs> he is top of the top. I mean, that cast in Eugene Levy. I mean, how about all. Fabulous. Okay, so SCTV. How about the Schmengi brothers? Oh. First off, Yash and Stan. Yep. The dark side from mm. uh, Lutonia, the dark side of the Balkans. I mean, there's so many characters. I mean, you know, the core group of that, you know. John Candy. Uh, Joe Flaherty. Short. Martin Short. Andrea Martin. Gilda Radner. No, not Gilda. Gilda's oh, really? She, she, she's she, Saturday Night Live, yeah. Okay, so what, they met later? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catherine O'Hara. Oh, fabulous. I mean, just funny, 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 incredible people. Yeah, but Eugene Levy. Uh, okay, but then, of course, for, you know, a new generation. Well, no, not only that, we, we forgot the, the whole middle part of Eugene Levy, which is a best in show. Yep. Uh, uh, Spinal Tap, of course. Yep. Just, you know. Waiting for Guffman. One of these guys who just continues. What's the one about folk music? Uh, Mighty, Mighty Wind. Wind. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Eugene Levy. Uh, Remember when he had so... two left feet? Remember he's the guy with two left feet in Best in Show? I mean, do yourself a favor, really. If, you don't, if you don't know SCTV, if you don't know SCTV <laughs> you should log on YouTube at some point and, and type in Eugene Levy SCTV. And, it'll and just ch- laugh. It'll change your t- total perspective if you didn't know him from, you know, that, from that era. Okay, so I'm watching Eugene Levy as a kid in, you know, high, like high school straddling into college on SCTV, 11.30 on Saturday nights. I th- actually, it started at 11 o'clock on Saturday nights. It was pre, you know, Saturday Night Live. Uh, so, and I always thought he was, I would say Eugene Levy is probably uh, 70... 74 is a, is a safe bet for me. 75. Hey. 75. All right, good. All right. And another man uh, relatively skilled in his craft, for sure, uh, Pope Francis. Oh, the Pope's birthday today. No, okay, I, I have a really good hold on this because I was just reading about an article. Uh, I believe the Pope, with almost certainty, is 85. You are correct. Bingo. You are correct. Mm-hmm. So there we have Pope Francis, Eugene Levy. Uh-huh. Different people who uh, have <laughs> Different may certainly made an impact in their certain areas. Different also, um, before we break, it's National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day, mm. and uh, none of us have done that. Uh, I don't have one. Do I you? know. No, I don't. Diane had one on the other day for the company Christmas party. Did which she? She's the sweetest thing, you know. Best that, thing ever. And that was an ugly sweater. It was I bad. tell her that. Uh, Christy, what do you think? Is that something you've decided specifically not to do? Um, I feel like it's, you know, a little. Passe? We, yeah, yeah, we've, we, we've know, done that. We've, we've done, done that. It. What if you showed up at your new church with an ugly sweater on? Uh, I, I probably wouldn't get looks. I feel like it's normal. <laughs> this is what people do. Right. I mean, on Halloween, people were dressed up. You think? I'm, 
for real on Halloween at my church. There was people dressed up. Really? Yeah. That's really funny. How I big of a church? Worn, it's it's a very small church, and it's very it's people my age. Okay. I could have worn my sloth. You could outfit. have. You could have. And I would have been happy. Oh, you would have fit right in. And people would have been happy to see Wait, me. So, Except so, John. A ser- exactly. A sermon was being preached while people were dressed up as like. I mean, it, it, nobody was dressed up like a sloth, but. Which uh, which is sad. Right. I mean, you know, for inventiveness. It that really was could have been so much that. better. Anyway, right. wait, wait, so wait, so the sermon was being preached, and the pastor is from the pulpit. He's looking out on, you know, like Dorothy from Wizard You're of Oz. You're talking about Halloween. That, it's National Ugly Sweater Day, Christmas okay. Sweater Day. But still, I mean, that's a that's a big stretch. He's obsessing, Christy. I'm Put just, on your sweater and enjoy the rest of National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day. WORD. American Underdog, based on the true story of Kurt Warner, who went from stocking grocery store shelves to become an NFL Super Bowl Hall of Fame quarterback. Now, enter the American Underdog sweepstakes for your chance to win a five-day, four-night trip with air for a family of four to Paradisus Cancun in Cancun, Mexico. We're also giving away Fandango four-packs to see American Underdog. Destiny, it belongs to the underdogs. Register to win at wordfm.com slash American Underdog. Words and music. For the last year, the Federal Reserve has told us inflation is, in a word, transitory. But the Fed can't fight the music of inflation. It's what happens when we print trillions of dollars. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I've built the number one precious metals firm in the country by adding massive value. And Advantage Gold wants to earn your business by doing that for you right now. My best-selling gold inflation index report retails for $500. I want to email it to all serious investors with retirement accounts for free. No salespeople, no rigmarole, no gimmicks. Simply text the word GOLD to 49776. I'll email you my best-selling gold inflation report right now. Text the word GOLD to 49776. That's GOLD to 49776. Let Advantage Gold add massive value. And then we'll ask for your business. Simply text the word GOLD to 49776. Text the word GOLD to 49776. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year. With no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Now's the time to plan your outdoor riding future with a brand new Indian motorcycle from Indian Motorcycle of Pittsburgh. This is John Steigerwald. Demand for Indian motorcycles is at an all-time high while the supply is low. Plan ahead and get on your holiday shopping now with a great selection of Indian clothing and accessories. Reserve and take priority of your brand new 2022 Indian Motorcycle today. Indian Motorcycle of Pittsburgh and Warrendale next to Jurgles. Visit www.pitcycles.com. Indian Motorcycle of Pittsburgh. Always wear your helmet. Never drink and ride. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. Visit Salem.cc to apply. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. It's been another week. 
That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Omicron, the whiplash of the surge and all that jazz, right? Here it is. Again, we're shutting down. What? Kenny Pickett not playing in the Peach Bowl. I read that. I can understand it. Of course, I get it, but it still stinks. That's big time, yeah. Uh, Christy and I were talking about it last night on text, and I said, the fact that now it's billed as, well, this is great. We're going to be able to see what next year's team looks like. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is the bowl game. Yeah. This isn't like the preseason game in like August 2nd. But you get it. I mean, I understand I know, if he gets hurt, just, then all of a sudden, you know, he's out millions me. of dollars. It's just like, so, okay, so we're going to watch. You were the one who changed my attitude towards this last week. And now this week you're complaining. I, okay, allow me right? to be who I am. And sometimes I feel that way and other times I feel the all other. Right, what any Graham part does log that in here? I, I just, why even play the bowl games? Why even have them? Nobody plays. Right. Have a 16-team or 12-team college playoff. And, just, and be done with it. Yep. There's, that's some wisdom there from our producer. What was a conversation that made you think? I mean, we talked with Scott and Lauren for four hours about... Save the children. Save the children and preborn and plumpy nut. And I mean, I just, it takes you out of yourself. I love this. I mean... This you know, was uh, yesterday's show? Mm-hmm. This was... Uh, or Wednesday, no, it was, it was... Wednesday and uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday show this week. When we do these campaigns, and I know, you know, we do do... When we talk about it, I, I mean, I, I love to talk about it in some way because it opens my eyes to... You love to talk about what? About people in third world countries and, you know, from the experts who've been there and seen it and done that, I get a deeper appreciation of how I live and how other people in the world live. And I always walk away with just great gratitude for where we are here in the United States of America and the blessings that we've been given. And it also, you know, I'm not... It, it breaks my heart, of course, but I also think God's put them there, and they're making it work or not, however they're making it work or not. I just love it. I, I'd love to hear about people's struggles and stories in the name of Jesus and the listeners, and they're hearing that as well, and they respond in kind, and it's just fabulous to me. It really is. We talked on a Monday show at 510 to Ken Gormley, who's the president of Duquesne University. That was really fun. Yeah. Ken grew up in your neighborhood, or you grew up in Ken's neighborhood. Well, wait a second. I'm just saying. Um, he's got a new novel out. And so we talked about a lot of We talked about Pittsburgh and, you know, how unique it is. We talked about the switch. The switch. We talked about how different it is to read nonfiction books and read fiction books and mm-hmm. why he's investing himself in fiction now. 30 and why, years to write this book. Right. The heiress of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just, it was a really fun conversation. Yep. So I really appreciated that. What did you eat? What did we eat? Okay, so in the middle of the week. Are you kidding me? You know, as we're talking, Kath and I went out to dinner with some friends. And we went to... A la Familia in Allentown. Goodness. I've never been there. Never been there either. I had something called Seafood seafood Diablo, which was... Enormous. This big bowl of spicy plum tomato sauce. And in it was lobster, scallops, shrimps... Mussels, clams, and pancetta. Oh, my God. Oh, and you God. had sausage in there, too. Yeah. Uh, and I also had the holy oil and the homemade bread. Oh, my gosh. And a beautiful salad. Don't forget the pasta course. Oh, I mean, what a meal. What a great night. That, it's the most, it's, uh, I would say that's up, 
I would put that in the top two restaurants in Pittsburgh. It was very, very satisfying. It was outstanding. The company was great. The conversation was a lot of fun. If you're looking for a place to go with people you really enjoy, this is the place because we were there for four hours. We hung out. We, I mean, we yeah, set we up shop. We got there at 6.45 and we left at 10.45. Yeah, close to 11 it, o'clock. Yeah, so... Nobody batted an eye. Nobody rushes you. No. It's a long, it's a multi-course meal. Uh, it's beautifully served. It's so well it's done. A ton, it's, it's a fun atmosphere. It is a beautiful, yeah. beautiful place. Thank you to Mona, our mm-hmm. wonderful waitress. She's fabulous. And all the people at Ala Familia. What did you watch? I finished Only Murders in the Building, starring Steve Martin, Martin Short, who we just talked about on SCTV, mm. and Selena Gomez. And I love it so much. It is a delight. It is absolute. It's fun. It's charming. It's beautiful. To I, anyway, I started watching it again last night with my daughter. What? Yeah, really? and my husband because he watched one episode and he was like, "I have to see this." Oh my! And gosh. I said, "Of course." Is that Hulu? Hulu. Only murders in the building. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't been watching a whole lot this week. It's been a busy week. However, from the urging of Kath and Darren here at the studio, I did partake of one episode of The Sinner. And then, as soon as that was over, I turned on the Hallmark Channel. I did. <laughs> because that's the only appropriate response. I mean, holy smokes. It's a rough show, you guys. It's a rough show. Kath and Darren are going, I'm going to tell you this is fabulous. I'm like, okay, now listen. It is a beautiful show in small regard. But listen, it is horribly terribly violent and i fast forwarded through a lot of truly awful scenes oh just need you to know it I've, is to say it's not for kids does not sum up what's I happened don't know. It is, it's not for most adults Wait, when they finished the se- was season one it left you with a sense of oh, accomplishment I, or my husband joy and I, or my husband and i you know I mean, you know my husband yeah. we both cried what because it was so beautifully done at the end. But I'm telling you, I'm not recommending it. I, I just, I want to tell you that I, it was really amazing and really terrible. I'm in the hallways here and really I'm hearing terrible. all this conversation. Like, okay, I guess I got to tune in and check it out. Then I, like five minutes in, I was like, uh, maybe not. I'll continue. Remember on. when you were a dad with little kids and you would ride the fast forward button on oh, your cable remote? That thumb was like right there. So that you could go over like the GoDaddy commercials right. or whatever was happening at the time? That's it. That's what you have to do. All right. That's what I think you have to do. What are you reading? I'm still reading the same things that I've been reading for the last couple of weeks. Well, I will join you as well because this is Advent season yeah. and I've been reading my Advent, my Fleming Rutledge book, yeah. which I absolutely love. So uh, it's my What's di- the name of that? I hate to, I hate to ask you I'm sorry, you that. I forget yeah. that. Yeah. I don't have to, yeah. Anyway. Okay. It's and, Fleming Rutledge on Advent. That's, right. all, that's all I have. And I'm still reading uh, Gilead by Marilyn Robinson. Oh, yeah, of course. And Which is much more readable. I think I said that last week than I was led to believe. See, uh, it's I, not a super it's, – it's, no, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's, right. it's thick. It's a, it's a lot to contemplate, yeah, but it's it, not – A difficult hard. read. No. Right. And The Irrational Season, which, is, uh, which are kind of diary entries from Madeline Langle, and they are all different seasons. And so I've been reading the two Advent ones that are really wonderful. Excellent. What hacked you off? Okay. So yesterday I'm reading about the TikTok school threats. And I'm... Really? We've reached the point now where a bunch of coconut kids 
are running social media and saying, I'm bringing, you know, my gun to school and, and social media war. Yeah, everybody nods their head. And I don't know. I mean, I, I read, you know, some, nothing too severe happened today. But just the threat of that hanging over your head. As a school administrator, can you imagine that? No, it's horrible. That really just hacks me. That here's social media engaged in this, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm leaving my school shut down across the country. Parents chose not to send their kids to school because of that threat. Because of TikTok? People were dancing on TikTok. Now we're going to, that's craziness. I'm just hacked off at, I, I, I wish after, I know that we are still in the COVID era, and I recognize that this is an, a, has been a learning curve for everybody, including clinicians, including people who are in charge of public policy in all over, all over the world. So I'm, but let me just, we, we need better messaging on the Omicron variant and on vaccines. We just need better information. I'm so sick of seeing, you know, this story from Toronto about how they're going to play the hockey game tonight, Christy, with no fans. Like, what are we doing? Is that really necessary? All I've read about Omicron is that it's more transmissible, but not as serious. So then why are we doing hockey games with no fans? Like, I just, I... I, Well, you have to show your vaccine in Philadelphia to go have a meal, right? Yeah, but you can't even go to a hockey game? Anyway, it just drives me crazy. It's just, we need better messaging on vaccines. What was the best news you heard this week? Okay, this is a backward thing, but this is important for me. Uh, A judge yesterday overturned Purdue Pharma's opioid settlement which will increase the odds that someday in the near future, the robber barons, those heinous people, and I'm sorry to say that, to signal this people out, but the Sackler family must go to a courtroom and they must face justice. They must, because people died because Mm -hmm. of their greed of flooding America with opioids, and innocent people died because of that. So for a judge to jump in there and say, wait a second, Sackler family, that was good news. Best news is uh, I saw some video this morning from The Music Man, which is going to debut on Broadway. Uh, Previews begin December 20th, which is Monday. It stars Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster, and I, for one, cannot wait. Fabulous. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. Hi, it's me, Marsha from the Springhouse. How are you? Hey, take a big whiff. Mmm, can you smell it? The real hickory wood burning long and slow in our smokehouse to smoke our old-fashioned hickory smoked hams. Have you ever tried a Springhouse smoked ham? The meat is so tender, it falls right off the bone when it comes out of the oven. And the taste, mmm, mmm, a taste of days gone by. A Springhouse hickory smoked ham makes a great corporate gift in a big Springhouse box with a big red bow on top. Or how about for all those sage folks that remember smoking their own hams as youngsters? Give us a call at 724-228-3339 to order your whole or half hickory smoked ham from the Springhouse. Or check us out on the web at www.springhousemarket.com. And Merry Christmas from all of us at the Springhouse in 84 PA. It's a fact that MyPillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels available for their product anymore. And because of that, they are passing their extra savings directly to you. 
you can get the lowest price in the history of MyPillow for their classic standard MyPillow. Regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with a promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, only $24.98 with a promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98, now only $29.98 with a promo code. My pillow is not just pillows. They also have over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. Promo code also works on mystore.com and frankspeech.com. Go to mypillow.com, call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's mypillow.com, promo code WORD, or by calling right now, 800-391-0954 for the best deal on MyPillow. Got church? We do 24-7. And now you can watch Cornerstone Television's Pittsburgh Faith and Family Channel on Comcast Channel 1185. Use the Faith and Family Channel to watch local inspirational services conveniently for from your home or peruse our channel for a sneak peek at a church to visit in person this Sunday. Check out Pittsburgh Faith and Family on Comcast Xfinity Channel 1185, Verizon Channel 472, or Armstrong Channel 95. Hurry into Mattress Firm's year-end sale. Get a king bed for a queen price or queen bed for a twin price and save up to $500 on select mattresses from Sealy, Serta, Sleepies, and more. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. Are you hiding an addiction problem? You don't know where to go or who to talk to? We understand. Call Narconon for a free and confidential consultation. You don't have to go it alone. Call Narconon, 877-413-3073. That's 877-413-3073. Or drugsnow.com. Last Friday, we made some picks that we haven't talked about in the interim because we had so much going on this week on the ride home. Um, so let's go over last week's picks before we hear our magical uh, music. Okay. Um, last week, we picked the um, Penza Caps, um, and that was Friday night, yep. the Army-Navy game, which was Saturday. And, mm-hmm. of course, we picked our favorites for the Heisman Trophy, which was given out at 8 p.m. last Saturday evening. So uh, Penza Caps, um, I'm happy to tell you that we all picked the Pens as victors, and they were fabulous. Pens look awesome. Pens right look now. great. Is this um, a five game win streak or yes. six? Five. Oh, no. Five. Yeah. Five. It will, tonight, after tonight, it'll tonight. be six. Uh, 4 2 was the final score. So we each get a point for that. Christy gets two points because she was close. Uh, please. Stop it with your cheering Jeez. in the other room. Stop it with your cheering. Though it was not in overtime. So pipe down. Four two. The Army Navy game. I can't figure out how this happened because Army was three and eight, is eight and three. Uh-huh. Navy was three and eight. Mm. And I thought that John was an idiot for picking Navy, and they went and won. Bingo. So, Christy, you and I got zip on that. Dig it. And, John, you got one point. But actually— I should get two. I did give you two. Because you you predicted it would be Mm 17-14, and it was 17-13. And I thought, you know what? That's pretty impressive. I I have to give that to you. I get the win. Oh, that's nice. And then we all picked Bryce Young to win the the, uh, Heisman Trophy from Alabama, and he did. So how are we doing? Okay. So um, up to this point, we have uh, still in the lead is Christy. At uh, she's got uh, twelve and a half, fourteen and a half, fifteen and a half points. Mm. Uh, John, you're in second place with uh, twelve and a half, oh. uh, thirteen and a half. She's oh, two points ahead of me. Yeah, and um, I'm still pulling up the rear, mm. but I'm only down by two. All right, so but, it's still close. But it's four points close, separate you it, from first place. It's still embarrassing to me at this point. Yeah, it just okay. is. But uh, let's move on. Can you play the music, my friend? Thank you. 
Tonight at 7 p.m., we have the Sabres at Penns. Um, I would like to know where you're going on this. Uh, Christy, since you're in the lead, you tell us first. 5-2 uh, Penns. Okay, 5-2. Oh, two. I was going to say 5-2. Okay. It really was. Uh, I'll well, do uh, Penns. You can do, uh, yeah, you can't do 5-2. you got to pick something. I'll else. do 4-2 uh, Penns. Okay. Okay, you? I picked a 3-1 Penns, okay. actually. Very nice. Okay, and the other one we have is Titans at Steelers, Sunday at 1 p.m. Um, so if you can see through your tears, tell me who's going to win this. John, you go first. Uh, Titans win. Yeah. Uh, 17-6. Okay. Christy? No, Titans play down to their opponents. 26-20 Steelers. Yeah, 26-20 Steelers. I'm actually going 31-17 Steelers, which means Which means I'm crazy, but you know what? Hope springs eternal. Have a great weekend. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.